Hey, it's Ryan Doyle from TDR's Guaranteed Money. Penn National gets some positive news this week. DAZN enters the betting space. And Drake, please stop posting your bets. That and more as Guaranteed Money gets rolling. And welcome to TDR's Guaranteed Money. I am Ryan Doyle. That is millennial entrepreneur Anthony Verrill. All views on the Guaranteed Money podcast and the guests on this podcast are purely opinion. You should not treat any of the opinions expressed by us or our guests as investment advice. And the views on this podcast are solely intended to be informational and are not investment advice. Despite what some of the haters in the comments have to say, uh, some of them saying, well, why would I take investment advice from these two? Well, you're not supposed to, you clown, you jack wagon. Yes. That's not what we're here for. <laughs> Listen to the disclaimer. Yeah, it's uh, there's a bunch of keyboard warriors out there. <laughs> I actually haven't read the comments in a while, sure. so I'd be curious to uh, to see what they are. I'm usually good at responding to those. Well, my question, and we're going to get to the story about Penn National in just a second, because we've been, I don't want to say we've yeah. been critical, but we've certainly fallen in line with one of their more vocal members of, of that, that organization, which is Dave Portnoy, who was trashing his own company, his own stock. I want to know in the comments, are you yeah, yeah. bullish on Penn National or are you you're taking a step back? We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, we were talking before we started rolling on this, Anthony, about the NBA, about basketball. Uh, that is where a lot of people's money yeah. is at right now, uh, watching every move of what has been a very captivating and interesting NBA playoffs, you know, just even in round one. Uh, what are your takeaways so yeah. far from a, a betting perspective and just from a watching perspective? I mean, it's kind of like the changing of the guard in the NBA. I mean, I think Harden and KD are done. LeBron's not there. Um, you've got these young guns. It's Tatum. It's Edwards. It's, I mean, Scotty Barnes is looking amazing for the Raptors. You got the Heat that are just top to bottom. I mean, strong, but they've got no real superstar. And then you've got Giannis. I mean, and Embiid. I mean, without that injury, they're probably, they might have won last night. I mean, I think he's going to just man up and play through it, unlike what we've seen from Ben Simmons. Um, and beat his warrior. He's going to probably play through whatever he's got to play through to get, to get the job done. But I mean, it's, 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 it's weird. It's like, there's, there's no KD. There's no LeBron it, it, aside from Steph and the warriors. It's like uh, a bunch of new kids on the block pretty much, which, which I I'm love. fine with. I think it's yeah, great. I mean, listen, listen oh, yeah. and you, I don't think you gave uh, Giannis his, his flowers, his propers on this. Giannis probably the best player in the NBA. I don't, you know, I'm not shy to say that he, he is. is. You know, he's he's he does yeah. everything. Uh, he does everything well. His his Robin to his Batman, Chris Middleton goes down. He doesn't even flinch and he just starts pouring buckets in. I texted you the yeah. other day because you had sent me a, a list of some of the things you liked for the day. And I said, watch those bucks. Giannis might just do this on his own. And sure enough, Giannis has been doing it on his own. So that'll be an yeah. interesting part of the narrative for me. I, I think the Dallas-Utah series, Utah just got absolutely shit kicked last night against Dallas. I Luka, Luka Doncic, man. Yeah. Lulu, 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 Lulu is that good. He is he that good. He is that good, yeah. And when yeah. you watch when you watch him play a team like Dallas and be so sweet with the stroke and uh, sorry, when you see him play a team like Utah, you have to wonder if because I'm still very bullish on on the Golden State Warriors to win the West. But if there is going to be an upset, I don't think it comes out of Phoenix. I think the upset, although that would be I guess an upset without their main player without Devin Booker. Uh, I think it might come from Dallas. So I'd be a team to watch. I don't think they have enough firepower to beat the Golden yeah. State Warriors. Once once Steph really starts to click, he's going to be a tough tough out, a tough I, guy I, to deal with. I don't think anyone does, to be completely honest. I don't think anybody's got enough firepower to beat the Warriors the way they're playing right now. 
Um, I mean, the only teams that I think could really match up against them right now are the Bucks or the Heat, and it's because they're going to beat them with defense. They're not going to outscore them. They're going to have to just stifle them with, 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 with defense. I don't see any of the other teams that are left uh, doing that. Okay, so and very very quickly, I want to give myself my own props. Uh, if you re- rewind about three episodes ago, I did say that I took the Celtics to beat the Brooklyn Nets. That's the only series that I bet on. Uh, you know, sweep license to print money at minus one thirty. Yeah. I got them, so that was uh, that was yeah. fortunate. And I texted you because I was at the Raptors game, and, and watch the Raptors. Yeah. If you're looking for something, the Raptors may have it. When you've got Philly fans heading to the exits, and if the game's like yeah, four yeah. minutes, still four minutes on the clock, they've given up on yeah. this team. So this 100%. game goes back to series goes back to Toronto. Watch them. But I texted you and I said, you, you wouldn't believe this. I got a bonus. One of those bonuses from BetMGM. I think it was a $50 yeah. bonus. And I was like, I was sitting with my wife. We were, she was at her first basketball game. We were having a great time. And I said, oh, I bet on, uh, I bet on Pascal Siakam to score the first free throw of the game. Not, not yeah. like the, not uh, yeah, for yeah. the team. Uh, and he did, which was fantastic. I got that at plus 750 on bonus. Yeah. Play. I mean, I think it's, it's weird. I think Harden's, Harden's done. I mean, he's not even only on the back half of his career. I just think he's done, like, as far as everything goes. He just looks completely unenthused, completely just, like, a shell of himself. So it'll be interesting to see how that series turns out. It'd be nice to see the Raptors, like you said, take the uh, or win the first, uh, come back from the first 3-0 deficit. Ever in history. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I mentioned Penn National off the top of the show. Please do leave a comment. Uh, are you bullish on Penn? Are you staying away for now on the sidelines? Uh, shares of the casino and online betting company rose 4.9% after the upgrade we discussed last time around from Morgan Stanley. Uh, and now we're seeing a lot of people buzz about the fact that this uh, is the one sports betting stock that's gaining. Uh, it's gaining customers more so than a lot of its competitors out there. So you know, I don't want to say we were wrong. We were simply just commenting on the comments that were made by Dave Portnoy. Yeah, yeah. But with this this small turnaround, let's call it, are you changing your mind a little bit when we look at Penn stock? Yeah, I mean, I think it's bullish. I mean, obviously, I'm going to trust the, the I'm going to trust the pros and trust the analysts when they start to come out with those metrics on the on growth and on the consumers and just the overall, I guess, health of their business. Um, but I mean, I'd still tread lightly um, for the for the foreseeable future. I mean, the market's been trading erratically at best i think it opened down a hundred yesterday and went back to even was then down another hundred and then closed up 160 um it's like nobody knows what to do right now rates are still doing what they're doing i mean i would tread i tread lightly with caution and, and i'd be selling rallies instead of buying uh buying into them you would eh yeah i think it's i think it's gonna get i think it's gonna get pretty rocky out there all things considered for the market so do you think you'd be alone on that, or do you think that that's a lot of the the common oh, no, wisdom that's out there on the street? I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of mixed mixed bag, I guess, feelings out there as far as where the market's going. But I mean, rates are at an all time low, money printing's now at an all time high, inflation's kicking in. There's a lot of there's a lot of unknowns and there's a lot of uncertainty in the in the coming quarters. Um, I'd prefer to just stay out of the way. Um, for right now, especially looking at growth stocks. Um, you look at Netflix, it's getting absolutely hammered. You look at Tesla, they're beating their numbers in this environment and they're they're maintaining their share price and they're getting some love. It's going to be what can you do? For, what, what have you done for me lately? Um, kind of market. If you miss numbers, you're, you're fucked. If you're performing, hitting your metrics and still growing, yeah, it's probably good, but it's not going to be the market that's went straight up for the past two years. That's not going to happen anymore. Uh, we- 
We brought this story first to your attention last week. Uh, there had been rumors and rumblings that DAZN, the very popular sports entertainment streaming business, was going to get into the betting landscape. And in fact, we learned that has been yeah. confirmed. Uh, the leading sports entertainment business has announced this week that they have a strategic partnership with Pragmatic Group to develop what they call a refreshed betting product for sports fans. They said they're going to leverage their customer base, which, you know, as we've learned, is is key here, right? If you've got an already existing subscription yeah. base, you've got people you can get in contact with, get your product in front of their face. If they're current subscribers, they obviously like what you do. Uh, Pragmatic Group will supply the underlying platform and content and be responsible uh, for the ongoing product development. Uh, Again, I think you're, I think you're naive if you assume you're going to come in just because of your name and reinvent the wheel. This has been an industry that's been around for hundreds of years. It's been handled yeah. pretty much the same way. It's had the same, you know, rate of return. When we talk about revenues for a lot of these companies, you've got to have a pretty buttoned-up product if you think you're going to start day one competing with the likes of Caesars and MGM uh, and and Win and all of the other companies that are out there. Yeah, I mean, I I completely agree with you. I think that it's going to be that this this market's pretty much like a wrap. It's like trying to come into the cannabis sector right now and being a startup. It's just not going to work. The big boys are in. They're cashed up. They've got consumers. Unless you truly have an edge from from a technology perspective or like some crazy consumer loyalty thing or like some viral marketing. I mean, not even viral marketing. I mean, I, I think that this you're you're going to see the guys at the top could continue to command market share. And I mean, there will be new entrants, but those new entrants are not going to become unicorns. Um, those unicorn, those new entrants are just going to participate. I guess they'll live where they can live, where they can live, and that, that's pretty much going to be it. Yeah. So, are you saying that there are no unicorns in this space? That nobody is. Oh no, there pop? are. Okay, there are. I would say Caesars, DraftKings, FanDuel, like those are all unicorns. But I mean, you really think someone's going to be able to come in and compete with them um, off the bat? I mean, I think it's going to be tough. Um, I think it's going to be very tough. So, I mean, I, I wish them, I wish them luck. But I mean, I wouldn't want to have to. Uh, endure that kind of brain damage to go to market against those guys what if it's elon musk <laughs> yeah then it's then that that, that then it's fine i mean he now owns twitter <laughs> god knows what else is gonna happen he'll he's he he can do whatever he wants Elon's, so he could get into Elon's sports gonna, sports betting tomorrow and he's a-okay everything everything is good with elon i love that. somehow it'll work out yeah he'll he'll figure out a way somehow uh we'll yeah. have sports betting in space that'll be the new thing yeah Right, we'll be betting yeah, on rocket zero, zero gravity, zero gravity uh, betting. Uh, Global Titans fight series. I thought you might find this interesting. They announced that they're they're going to have the world's first NFT sports event that will give access to an exclusive live stream pay per view for their NFT ticket holders. The Global Titans NFT tickets is what they're called. They say are considered a historic moment where sports and tech fans take a giant leap forward, changing the way one interacts with live entertainment. So here's what you get because you always ask that question. Um, the NFT ticket will give you access to the Dubai Live Online Fight Series, which is what they call an epic night of boxing on a helipad, uh, on the helipad yeah. of a hotel. Uh, you'll obviously uh, you know, have some other stuff that comes with it that they call highly collectible. It'll give you future access rewards. We've heard this before. Is this not the same kind of thing wrapped up in just a different set of packaging, or am I missing something here? It is. It's the same thing in a different, in a different set of packaging. I mean, I think it's cool. Um, I love to see that uh, the companies that are using NFTs in dynamic ways. Um, but that being said, ticketing is going to become a, uh, an, an NFT. Um, Live Nation, I've seen presentations from them where they're basically retrofitting all of their tickets into NFTs. And I mean, I actually just thought of something when you said that um, because UFC's got their, uh, their Top Shot product as, yep. uh, as an NFT. 
And I mean, what would be cool is if you could actually directly reward the people that are attending these events. So let's say the Conor, I'm just going to use Conor McGregor as an example. So Conor McGregor's last fight, if there's an iconic knockout in that card or on that ticket and in that fight, and instead of going and minting those into those top shot moments on the secondary market, why not airdrop those to one of your ticket holders that actually attended the event and get that primary right in there? A certain level, a certain level of ticket, like start rewarding the people that are actively and directly engaging with your brand. Like if I, if I laid out, if there's a hundred people that happen to lay out the capital to buy a front row seat to the McGregor fight, like why not mint those moments into one of one NFTs or something highly collectible and airdrop them right to your ticket holders. You have the record. I mean, cause any, everything's going to be on the blockchain. I mean, making, making that kind of experience would be pretty cool. Um, same with football, same with basketball, um, create those NFTs and create those moments and actually loop them back in to the people that are sitting there, dedicating their time to the event, spending their money on the live event, give them something on the digital realm as well. You see, that's what, this is why I like having the conversations that we do, because when you say tickets are going to be NFTs, I kind of give I don't want to say I don't get excited about it, but I kind of just shrug. I'm like, all right, like, what am I going to really do yeah. with that at the end of the day? Okay, so everybody who went to the event has this NFT. It's not really all that special. I mean, it's obviously no. to a unique group of people. But when you add that extra layer, that makes a lot more sense to me, right? Where it's like, oh, I actually get a chance at something or I get something yeah. that has some value to it at the end. When you couple those things up, and I could see artists in the music world doing the same thing. When you couple those things up, that makes a hell of a lot of sense to me. And I think you know, correct me if I'm wrong, that sounds like it's more sellable to the mass population that might not understand oh, the technology. Definitely. And now you're also incentivizing people to actually go to the game, to actually go to the fight, to, right. to, to interact in a, yeah, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. You are not only, it's a really actually a pretty good mousetrap. You're not only incentivizing people even further to go to the live event that they were going to go to, but now you're also going to get something on the back end of it via collectible, via via a a moment, whatever you can get, whatever they can come up with. Um, but it's it's basically a lifeline directly to your consumer uh, that's engaging with your brand via the NFT. Uh, can we just put a stop to something? I don't know if Drake watches this or listens to this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or he watches it on YouTube. Maybe he's one of our subscribers. Probably is. I mean, he lives down the street from me. Probably is. Yeah. Uh, but Drake, can you please stop putting these bets out online? Uh, because... I, I, I'm getting bothered by it. And it's not that I don't want Drake to be in the wagering market. I do. Uh, he put $400,000 on a three-game parlay yesterday. Uh, he took the Toronto Blue Jays to beat the Red Sox, but needed Brooklyn to win. Did not get that. Uh, needed Dallas to win. No. It was irrelevant by the time Dallas even tipped. Uh, but it was the lay-lay for the day at stake. He la laid out $400,000. Uh, he bets in Bitcoin, right? 400000 in Bitcoin? Is that what he was putting out? Those are fake. I'm convinced those are fake bets. Well, that's what I was going to say. I'm convinced those are he fake bets. He's has yeah. part of the company. This isn't real wagering. This has got to be some sort of Correct. in the background advertising this. It's Fugazi. Yeah, they're Fugazi bets that I mean he makes, and I mean they're really there. But it's all promotion and marketing. Drake is rich, but I mean a four hundred thousand dollar three game parlay. What was the payout on that? A Two million. million eight or something like Two that. Two million. Okay, so so yeah, so I mean. Uh, it's whatever. I mean, I feel like people see right through it. Like when he can, what did he put two million on Golden State to win the finals or something? 
um, or one point two million or something for them to. They're they're fake bets. They're 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 shadow bets that I think if he wins they don't get paid out, and if he loses he's not paying the house. Um, they're they're purely marketing stunts. If yeah, they are real, then I'm completely wrong and I can eat my words, but I highly doubt they are. I can understand the the Bleacher Report ones where it looks like everyday guys are putting 45 cents on a 75 leg oh, parlay. 100%. That's an exaggeration, but you know, 45 cents on a big parlay and it pays out like ten thousand dollars. You know, if they're if those are marketing yeah, yeah. ploys as well, okay, I can live with it. I kind of understand it. I don't take it all that seriously. I think there's got to be a special maybe disclaimer for people who might be caught up in it that. You know, Drake's part of this company, yeah. like full stop period. He's part of this company. Yeah, so yeah. please know that this is advertising to some dimension. Yep. hundred hundred percent. I see it as my advertising and marketing stunt. And there's no validity to it whatsoever. Uh, Flutter Entertainment, which is a, a big, big company. They run a, a number of different brands. Poker Stars being one of them. Uh, they've launched a peer to peer betting exchange. And it's worth having a quick conversation about this, because I think a lot of this, whether it's the world of esports, uh, whether it's the world of poker, I think that's where a lot of the gambling community of the future is actually headed. People always ask me, you know, what what do you see coming on the horizon? I say this is this is already happening to a large extent in the yeah. world of esports. I think the idea for me to be able to bet Anthony, cut out the middleman, and not have to worry about anything else is attractive. It's interesting. It takes out the 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 vig and the big juice of the the sports books and whatnot, and I can really hone down on things. But they're going to allow users to create wagers, which others can then bet on. Uh, Poker Stars announcing this exchange yesterday. I'm embracing a betting channel that continues, they say, to gain popularity. I like this idea. I think Poker Stars needs to, I don't want to say wipe the dust off. I still like their product, yeah. but reinvent themselves every now and then. And I like that they're leaning into this. Yeah, I'm all for peer to peer betting. Um, I think it's dynamic. I think it's engaging. I think it's a good way for people to, uh, to, to be competing against one another. I'm actually really curious to see how this turns out. Even so, you can actually create your own wagers and create your own lines. Um, so, I mean, someone that's a, that, that's a, that, that's a statistician or that's highly, uh, has a high level of like mathematical engineering can go in and start to create their own books and scenarios. Um, I'm all for that. Yeah. And I think, you know, why not? If you're, uh, in that situation, you got to fly over there. What is happening? What's going on? Yeah. There's a fly or there's a fly flying around here somewhere. See, I, I'm in Canada. We don't have those yet. It's still yeah, too cold. Florida, we got, we, we got, uh, yeah, it's, it's fucking hot here already. You got mosquitoes and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> hey, buddy. You usually like, don't get them in my office, but it's two degrees outside where yeah. I am right now. So don't, don't start complaining. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, MLB legend Pete Rose, uh, came out yesterday and said, I came along at the wrong time. You know, he was taught, he was asked about sports betting. I think that's all anybody asks poor Pete Rose about uh, when it comes to sports betting. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it, but is it time with, with, with the next story I'm about to talk about that FanDuel has a deal with the New York Yankees? Is it time that Pete Rose, an MLB legend, a statistical phenom when it came to what he did back in the day, is it time that they just said, listen, we've embraced betting. You did it in time, whether you bet on your own team or not, that it wasn't savory, yeah. it wasn't looked looked up upon. Uh, is it time that he gets into the Hall of Fame? I think he should have been in the Hall of Fame years ago, um, and especially now. I mean, if if the MLB teams are taking endorsements from sports wagering companies and gambling is now legal and and not taboo, and it's in the line, it's in the mainstream. Like, yes, Pete Rose needs to be in the Hall of Fame yesterday. Wouldn't it be a good PR move for baseball as well? Like to just show that they've yeah, kind of come full circle? 
it, it, it'd be great, but I think baseball's baseball's shown us time and time again that they don't really care what anybody else thinks on, on, uh, outside of their own inner circle. Um, I mean, that's that they that they're really bad at that. Um, really creating their uh, or amending their corporate image to what uh, to, to not being like purist and old school and just stuck in their ways. Um, so well, I'd be curious let me push, to see let me how push it, back on that because like, listen, yeah. they have bent to the knee of sports wagering. Like, you know, FanDuel, I just mentioned yeah, yeah. largest U S online sports book operator announcing a deal with the New York Yankees. Like that. Think about that for a second. That's unheard of 10 years ago. 20 oh, years ago. But I mean, it. yeah, but I mean, Pete Rose is still not in the hall. Barry's still not in the hall. I mean, baseball's, I, I just, they, they, you, you know what I mean? They, they've got like their old guard. Like I got like obviously the money's there. They they've got nothing monetarily to gain from letting Pete Rose in the hall. They've got a lot to gain from letting uh letting uh, sports wagering companies come in and partner with teams. Um so I mean that's I, I, I see your point, but I mean I think they just need to they just need to let it go once and for all. And I mean steroids were part of the game. I think Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame, regardless of what anybody else thinks. I mean, the pitchers were doing juice too, and he still hit all the home runs. Pete Rose, wrong place, wrong time. Um, but these, they were both historic players, you know, it's outside of their vices. I yeah. was thinking about the comments we talked about last week from Woj, uh, from ESPN, who basically said, you know, sports betting, in-game betting, it's, it's causing all of these unruly fans. I don't know if you watched the Yankees guardians highlights from the other day with the fans lobbing full cans of beer at the, at the Cleveland guardians. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck was that? What was but that that's about? Not betting that those are drunk people. Those are no, people. those are idiots. Those yeah. are idiots that should never be allowed back at an MLB game. Those, are, if 100%. you throw anything on a field, a court, whatever, you should be banned from the venue for life. That is the stupidest thing to do. Imagine somebody running into your office and throwing a beer at your head when you're like when you when you're just you're you're just at work. I mean, it's it's yeah. To me, it's egregious. Um, yeah, that's those people should be kicked out forever. Yeah, and they've got the ability. First time. They've, they've got the technology. They can identify their faces and say, "Okay, listen, oh, I yeah. thought that was funny. You're never coming to a game again." How's that feel? You know, the the point 100%. you have, Aaron, they, just, you have they Aaron, deserve it because they're morons. You have yeah. Aaron Judge out there in the outfield for the Yankees, running to defend the Guardians and basically putting his hands up and saying, "Hey guys, come on!" Like first, yeah, of, yeah. you're a moron if you're throwing a full beer away. I mean, that tells me a lot. If you're throwing Correct. a full beer away, you're a complete asshole. So, knock yeah. it off. Like uh, I didn't even like it the waste management where they kept throwing. Like the one hole was cool, but when they kept doing it, it was like, come on, guys, like we got to conserve a little bit of the integrity of the game here. Yeah, just a small amount. Just a small yeah, amount. Yeah. You can keep your shirts off, but, you know, stop the throw. Correct. <laughs> Water bottles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Simple bet, a sports betting technology. This is interesting. And I'm not sure I have a need for this because I've never been in a situation, maybe you have, Anthony, where I've thought to myself, man, I'm on the road. You know, I got a big road trip ahead. How am I going to place my bets today? But maybe there are some people out there in the market for, yeah. <laughs> market for this. Uh, they are yeah. going to be launching a, a sports uh, technology, a piece of technology, teaming up with other companies uh, before the end of this year, where you're going to be able to place voice-activated sports bets while on the road. So you'll be able to use whatever like type of Siri device you've got going on or Alexa kind of device yeah. you've got going on. Uh, to place a bet, uh, gimmicky is this? Do we have a need for this? Am I missing something? I think there's absolutely no need for it whatsoever. Um, I mean, to be honest, when I dictate half of the stuff to my phone via text, it fucks it up. You think I'm going to put a line in that's got plus, minus, whatever dollar amounts, and then just trust it to just send it in? 
No. And I mean, what does the voice have to do with where you're going location-wise to not be able to place a bet? No matter what, you can log in on the apps and, and the web-based services as long as you're in a legal state. Um, yeah, I, I don't get it whatsoever. I think it's just completely not needed. Yeah. And for me, it's just kind of like, what kind of DJ, no offense, although you kind of offense intended, what kind of DJ do you have to be that you can't pull over? Like you, you, like you can't go to a rest yeah. stop and put a wager on? Like what? What is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, what, what do you need to do? What do you need to do? Siri, put 200 on the Guardians plus 150. Yeah, I mean, that's, no. It's, it's, no. Just no. Data collection, the, the, maybe, but I mean, I don't really see how it's valuable. I forgot to uh, mention my uh, Dave Portnoy story off the top today. Did you hear about what happened? Dave Portnoy's in Toronto from Barstool. And uh, he's oh, been, he was nice. at the Red Sox Toronto game yesterday, and he's going to be there all week. He's he's here part of the score in that type of operation. We're trying to get him on the show. He's a hard guy. I've I've interviewed U.S. presidents, and it's it's been less of a challenge uh, than getting Dave Portnoy on the show. But, El you know, Prez, really, yeah, El, El Prez is harder than the actual president. Than the actual presidents for sure. But you know, he was in yeah. he's in Toronto, and this I have no time for these people. I used to bash them on my terrestrial radio show. Um, they're called blog to it's a typical woke kind of left wing, left leaning. Everybody's great. Give everybody a participation badge kind of website. They decided to call up pizza places in the city that Dave Portnoy was going to go to for his pizza tasting thing that he does and let them know, Hey, by the way, this guy's controversial. You might not want to, you might, I'm not kidding you. And he caught wind of it and he's been flaming them and rightly so on, I would too. Yeah, on his social media platforms. I'm go- I can't wait to hear what his pod sounds like today uh, because he's going to have some some words for that. Like, what kind of rats do that type of thing, first of all? Second of all, he's trying to yeah. help out local businesses like pizzerias that have been had the shit kicked out yep. of them during the pandemic, and you're going to go after the guy and knock yep. him out for nothing? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, if I was six buzz, I would have been, like, advertising pizza places on their uh, on their social media and on things. Like, that's ridiculous. Like that, 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 that's the whole thing with the, with the woke shit, which is why I just can't stand it is because they basically just throw all rationale out the window at any cost for what they need to, for what they need to get their point across. Um, like yesterday when Elon finally bought Twitter, people are deactivating their Twitter accounts. Awesome. Get off the platform. Like no one wanted you here anyway. Just please leave. It's like when everybody said that they were moving to Canada because Trump was uh, elected president. None of them left. They stayed here. So I think people will still probably use Twitter. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that, 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 that's ridiculous. They're literally sacrificing those businesses. And when Portnoy shows up at your pizzeria, it drives business. Sure. Like it is, it is a direct effect um, that he will stimulate business at those places. So yeah, for them to do that is just selfish and, and to their own detriment of their city. The other uh, big betting event, and we'll end with this one this, this, on, on the podcast today, um, the NFL Draft. That's coming up on Thursday. We've had some movement, some unexpected yep. movement when it comes to the odds. Uh, a lot of people were assuming yeah. that Aiden Hutchinson would be the number one pick of the, uh, the Jags. Uh, it looks like there's a bit of a rift, it, rift in when, when it comes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The owner seems to still be very bullish on Hutchinson. The rest of the management team, including some of the new coaching staff, uh, they absolutely love Trayvon Walker. This could be a yeah, bit yeah. of a trap. This could be a bit of a trap for sports books out there because this guy was plus, you know, in the plus thousands uh, you know, yeah, a yeah. while back, and they took some, took some action on that. So 
we'll see. I still think that there's a fast one being played here and that the owner's going to win out and that J- the Jags are going to draft Hutchinson. But that's just my gut. I don't have any inside intel on that. An interesting, an interesting position that we haven't been in in a while. The owner usually wins. I mean, look at what Jerry Jones has done in the, on draft day. I mean, Shad Khan is he's a pretty strong owner. Um, I think he knows that the team needs revamping and they need they need they they need edge edge rushers. They need like defensive studs to lock in that defense. And I mean, I think he's going to take whoever he wants. And it's probably still going to be Hutchinson. Yeah, and you can get him at plus one fifty. I wouldn't say you know blow the bankroll on it, yeah. but certainly a unit play, sprinkle a little no. bit in there. I, there's no problem, and I'm going to do that. I'm going to take him. Or at they plus trade, money. or they trade down. Da- yeah, or they trade down. Which I mean, if they really wanted Walker, and there's and there's a lot of demand for the other guys. Yeah, they they trade down, and they probably get more first round picks uh, than they already have. Yeah, and there's some interesting I'm stuff. We're gonna, for the draft. I love the draft. So am I. We're gonna we're gonna get, break that down even uh, even further on the next podcast and really go deep dive into it. And let you know who we're thinking is going to get drafted. That'll be out coming up in just a couple days time. We'll have that conversation. Don't forget to drop uh, a comment with us in the comments uh, right below. Uh, if you like if you like Penn, let us know. If you don't, if you're standoffish, if you want to call us assholes, please feel free to do that as well. We're here for that kind of, that kind of back and forth. Yeah, Anthony, yeah, and by all and by all means, any anybody in the comments that wants to come on the show and dispute our financial acumen, please come right up. We'll we'll we'll, we'll take live live listeners. We take all comers in these situations. Yeah. We'll send you a link. We'll get you on the pod. Don't worry about it, Anthony. Always a pleasure, my yeah. friend. Sam, I've got a subscribe to Guaranteed Money wherever you get your podcasts, and find out more details at thedalesreport.com. Don't forget also to check out our YouTube channel for more content.